All right, I really don't know how to start this, so I'm just going to start this. And 90% of the people watching this will probably find no real appreciation for it. But it's just been something I've been thinking about a lot lately, and I just I needed to get it out. And I just thought I'm just going to preach it or teach it and just show it on video, and I'll put it up on the website. I'm not even going to promote it or advertise it or push it for anybody to see. It's just there if you should come across it. Or if I get into it with another preacher uh, on this subject, then I can just throw them this and not have to re-explain the whole thing. Basically, um, I wanted to give a defense of topical preaching and provide a little bit more of um, an explanation for what goes into expository preaching. But I'm going to start with this. There is a difference between a sermon and a lesson. Lesson. There is a difference between a sermon and a lesson. Now, a lot of times our brethren, even preachers, uh, use these words interchangeably. They talk about, you know, what did the preacher preach on Sunday? Well, his lesson was whatever. Or what is your lesson going to be this Sunday? Or today my lesson is about whatever. But there is a difference between a sermon and a lesson. And the best way to illustrate that difference is when you ask a preacher the question, um, what did you preach on Sunday? Or what are you going to preach this coming Sunday? And if he says, like, for example, this past Sunday I preached on uh, Jesus uh, and his discussion with the Pharisees about the woman caught in the act of adultery, John chapter 8. That's the famous, let he who is without sin cast the first stone text. So uh, if you ask me, what, what, is, uh, what did you preach on Sunday? And I say it was about Jesus and the woman caught in adultery. All right, let's just pretend that's what that is. Jesus and the woman caught in adultery. That's what I preached on Sunday. All right, but if you say, what is the sermon that you preached on Sunday or what is the lesson that you preached on Sunday? That's not really what this is. This is what I talked about. This is, if I say John 8, you know, that's the text that we studied. But that's not really what we're talking about here. If, if you say, what was your lesson? I'll say, well, there's three main points. The first point is, that's not the lesson. The various points that you have to talk about this subject matter is not the lesson. That's the sermon. These are the points in the, the discussion at hand, whatever it was you're talking about. I had three points in that sermon, plus uh, an application and so forth at the end. But I had three points to this. That's the sermon. But what did I want the people to walk away thinking about? What is the point of it? Why, why are you listening to me for 30 minutes? Or why am I up on the stage for 30 minutes talking about this? What do I want you to take away from it? And it's not these three points. This is the point. The point. The point. The lesson is the point of the sermon. The sermon has points to reinforce it. Think about it like a wheel. You have a circle and another circle, and there's some spokes on the wheel. In this case, there's only three, but some sermons might have four or five or even six. You have this center idea, this core thought that you want the audience to walk away thinking about. It's either something you want them to do or think. You want to reinforce who they are or what their mission is as God's children. So that's the point. That's your lesson. I'm talking about this, but what was my actual point? Well, in this sermon, it was mercy, which Jesus had toward the woman, which the Pharisees did not care anything about because they were prepared to see her stoned and killed just for the purposes of getting to Jesus. So they had no mercy. He had mercy. She needed mercy. Those are my three points. I had talked about the Lord, the leaders, and the lady caught in adultery. One has mercy, one has no mercy, one needs mercy. 
and then you pivot to the audience and you remind them that you also need mercy. The Lord has it. You must extend it to others. And that's where I ended the sermon. So the lesson was, the point of the sermon was be merciful. I reinforced that point with various points in the sermon. And now that I say this several times out loud, I should probably come up with a different word than points. Three, um, let's not say points. Let's say there are three uh, reinforcements which sounds more militaristic, but fine, we'll go with it until I think of something better. So there's three ways to reinforce the point, which is mercy. And we're doing it from studying John chapter 8. So that's the difference between a sermon and a lesson. I preach a sermon, you get a lesson. So if you ask the preacher, what's your lesson? It's not my lesson, it's your lesson. It's my sermon giving you the lesson. And my sermon's going to reinforce the point that you walk away thinking or doing. In this case, it's a do. It's a be merciful. I suppose you can argue thinking, thinking about being merciful, but no, no, it's it's a do. It's a do. It's a be merciful. So that's the idea. That's what I do in my prep work. The the terrible joke that preachers only work one day a week. No, if you're doing it right, you're spending not even just a week leading up to the sermon, but you're spending months thinking about it, praying about it, studying about it and forming what you're going to say when you preach this point. Now, in this case, I've had this sermon in my back pocket for a long time. I was just waiting for the right opportunity to preach it. But in that time that I've had it, thinking about it, I was able to formulate the various reinforcements of the lesson, knowing that it was going to all come from John 8. This sermon that I preached this past Sunday, this was not a topical sermon this was not an expository sermon. This is actually just a textual sermon. We looked at this text, I made some points from it, and then I gave you a lesson at the end to walk away with. That's a textual sermon. Now, having said that, there are really three kinds of sermons that exist in preaching. There is a topical, there is a textual, and there is an expository. A lot of preachers, a lot of preaching circles look down on topical preaching and look down on topical preachers. But I am very happily a mostly topical preacher. Every now and then I'll preach textual, every now and then I'll preach expository, but I love preaching topical sermons. And I'll, I'll break them down the points of what they are in just a second, but there's a lot of preachers who think they're preaching expository sermons, and they think that means they're better than topical preachers, but in fact, they're not even really preaching top, uh, expository. They're actually preaching textual sermons. They just don't realize that because they don't know the difference between these two kinds of sermons. But I have no problem with topical preaching. I think it is a good and biblical way of doing it. In fact, the New Testament epistles, Romans through Jude, are predominantly written as topical sermons. A topical sermon is where you come up with a basic idea. Idea plus verses. That is to say verses from the Bible. So you come up with an idea. I want to talk about um, salvation. Uh, salvation of Jesus Christ. New Testament salvation. Christian salvation. Gospel salvation. That's my idea. Now how am I going to preach that idea in a biblical way? How am I going to let my audience know what the Bible says about this topic? Well, I can do it in lots of different ways. But topical preaching would mean I'm going to use several different verses. I'll use Mark 16, 16. I'll use Acts 2, 38. I'll use Romans 6. So I'm going to use a bunch of different verses, and I'm going to draw from all these different verses to build this point that I'm making, which is here's what gospel salvation looks like. 
I'm going to use different verses to reinforce this topic at hand, the topic being uh, gospel salvation. The, the rule that I have to follow in any preaching or teaching that I do is I need to make sure that these verses that I use are in context and make sure that I'm applying them correctly. So there are going to be some verses that I simply can't use that relate to the topic at hand because the verses have nothing to do with it. And it would be such a humongous stretch. I'd be spending half the sermon time trying to make, trying to dovetail that the idea and that verse randomly selected. So don't do that. I'm not going to use Balaam's donkey necessarily to talk about topical uh, gospel salvation, though I could probably make a way to make it work about, no, I'm not even going to try. I could do it, but that's, it would be too much time and unnecessary. So there's certain verses you wouldn't use. You would use verses that apply to it, but you still must put them in their context. You can't just completely remove what the point of a verse is just to teach something different. Otherwise, you're, you're basically lying. You're saying someone said something they didn't say. But your New Testament epistles are written this exact way. And oftentimes, they would take those writers, half of one verse over here in one book and half of another book over here in another, by two different writers, two different books, two different time periods, and they would stick them together in one complete sentence, and from that they would teach a lesson, and they would make a point to reinforce whatever their topic is at hand in that epistle. And they did that all the time, and they did it because they appreciated the fact that their audience were students of the Old Testament, as we call it. They would have known their audience reading this knows Genesis through Malachi like the back of their hand because those kids grew up reading it, studying it, memorizing it. So those adults reading those letters, if I just quote half of one verse from Genesis, they're going to know the reference. They're going to know the context. They're going to see what I'm doing with it. And then I'm going to quote another half of a text from Habakkuk, and they're going to know the reference, know what I'm doing with it, and see the context. And if I put them together as though it's one sentence starting here, ending here, they're going to know it's not one sentence, and they're going to know these are two different verses he put together to make this point. That's topical preaching. That, that's what they did in the New Testament. So if it's good enough for the Holy Spirit, it should be good enough for me. So I'm not going to look down on topical preaching. In fact, I'm going to do it more often than not. But if I have my idea and I want to convey it with various verses, topical preaching, if I have an idea and I want to convey it with just one text, like the previous uh, illustration from John 8, the woman caught in adultery, then that's a textual sermon. And what a textual sermon and how it differs from topical is topical has a central idea, and I have various points that are themselves different verses, all right, that are going to reinforce that point. A textual sermon has a core idea, it has various points, but they're all going to be drawn from the same text but they're all going to be a little bit different. They're all going to kind of stand on their own, tell their own little story, and then at the end of the sermon, I'm going to tie them all together in one final kind of statement, one benediction sort of thing. So what I did with this past sermon about the woman caught in adultery was that I didn't tell them what the main point was yet. I saved that till the end. So I left it just kind of this open question. What is the point of this? What is he talking about? And instead I focused on the setting. I focused on the story, so to speak, the actual account of Jesus and this woman and the Pharisees bringing her to him. So I made that my points. Some of the texts I made a point, I went a little bit deeper in the text, a little bit deeper in the text, and I made these points just by uh, outlining, outlining the text as we went. What I was planting seeds for the lesson was without telling them that. But then at the end, then I filled in this blank and I said, here's what I want to leave you with. Here's your point. Here's what you're going to go away doing. 
be merciful. And then I reminded them of all the things that we had talked about in the sermon and tied that all together. That's, that's a textual sermon. On the other hand, an expository sermon, you, you tell them here is what this text is about. This text is about this idea. It is about the um, necessity to sacrifice for God, or it is about the uh, importance of repentance, whatever that idea is that's in that text. The thing of it is, it is what the Holy Spirit put in that text. You don't get to say, hey, I can learn a lesson from this text, but I can also learn this lesson too, and I can learn another lesson over there. And so I can take the same text from John 8 textually, and I could preach four different sermons uh, that teach four different lessons. And I'm using that text to teach that lesson that I came up with. That's textual. Expository, on the other hand, that's the lesson is in the text because the Holy Spirit put it there. That's why it's written. So an expository sermon is about finding with the text, why is that text there? Why has this been written for me? What am I supposed to learn from this? I may learn other things at other times, but what is the original thought that I'm supposed to take away as given to me by God? Once I have that, then I take the text that surrounds that idea and then I break it down expositorily. Expositorily means you just, you're drawing out of the text. The lesson is already there. You're drawing out the meaning. And so you're taking that, you're reinforcing that one lesson as found in the original text. It is very hard to preach an expository sermon because you have to find in every text that you want to study, you have to find where that context begins and ends. You have to study it to know what is the singular inspired point of this idea. And then you have to find a way to break it down in a sermonic way. So the audience is used to, you know, that, that cadence of a sermon, that rhythm of a sermon, an introduction, some points, a conclusion. You have to find a way to break it down to reinforce that one singular point that you didn't come up with, but which the Holy Spirit put there. And that's very hard to do. Most just settle for teaching textually because it's much easier. But those who do it think they're preaching expository and they think that's, that's real preaching. And so they look down on topical, not realizing that half, over half the New Testament was written topically. That's just the way it goes. There's nothing wrong with teaching topical sermons. It's, it is a true art to teaching expository sermons. It's, I, I've only ever done it occasionally. Usually if I do one, I'll fall back on textual. I love teaching and I love preaching, but there's a difference between teaching and preaching. And there's a lot of preachers out there who will look down on topical preachers and if you ask them, what are you preaching on Sunday? They'll say, oh, I'm preaching Matthew chapter nine. All right, what's your lesson? What's your, well, I erased it. What's your point of the sermon? What do you want them to learn from it? And they'll say, well, Matthew 9 is broken down into four parts. And I'll say, no, that's not what I asked you. Don't tell me your sermon. What's your lesson? Well, there's multiple lessons in Matthew 9. He teaches different things. You're right. He does. Oh, that's not one sermon. That's four different sermons. But they'll look at it. They'll say, well, I need to preach Matthew 9. And if you ask them why, they'll say, well, because I preached Matthew 8 last week. And that means next week they're going to preach Matthew 10. That's not preaching. That's just teaching. That's what you're supposed to do as a teacher. You walk them through the Bible and you teach the Bible as you go. Preaching is different. Preaching is about using the Word of God to remind people and to teach people what they should do or think. Now, you do that in teaching too, but the emphasis on teaching is making sense of the Bible. The emphasis on preaching is applying the Bible, showing the people how you're supposed to think, how you're supposed to live, what you're supposed to do. So that requires either a topical idea that you use the Bible to reinforce or a text that you're going to study and you're going to draw different points from that text to make one lesson that you came up with that you think they need to learn that week or expository where you take that text 
and you say, here's what this text is about. Let me teach to you what the Holy Spirit originally intended when he wrote that text. I mean, you're giving the people what the Holy Spirit says, no matter what. As long as you keep verses in context, it's, it's what the Holy Spirit inspired. But the difference between expository preaching and textual is you're saying, this point didn't, didn't come from me. Whether you think you need this lesson or not, this, this is what God put in this Bible verse or this Bible text of verses, whatever. And I'm going to reinforce that for you. So it's a totally different thing than just textually walking someone through the Bible. That's, that's more teaching than preaching. True gospel preaching, true New Testament Bible preaching means you take the text or texts and you convey an idea to the people. And you let them know, here's what you should think or here's what you should do. And while I've got you on the phone, if you want to subscribe, you can do so by going to anchor.fm slash Matthew-Martin414. I've got uh, free audio files here and there that I'll release every now and then. But for the most part, I put everything behind a massive giant paywall where you have to pay upwards of, I think it's 99 cents a month. So if you can, if you can manage that a dollar a month, <clears throat> that's, you know, it's not easy, but if you want to whip out a buck, then you get hundreds of audio files of all of my sermons and classes and devotionals. So it's uh, anchor, A-N-C-H-O-R dot F-M slash Matthew, M-A-T-T-H-E-W dash Martin 414 and hit subscribe for a buck and you get all my hundreds and hundreds of audio files. All right. Thank you.